fight! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another fine edition of the Franken Culture Frankensteiner Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, as always, Martin. Uh, today, I've got two extra special guests, but first, I have my typical side hoe, Cliff, with me. What's going on, side hoe? Oh, I appreciate the love. Oh, yeah. He's, if he sounds a little different to you guys, he's actually being a good dad and taking his daughter to dance practice. So claps for good father figures in america in 2018 props uh, thank you thank you thank you and then switching the gears over to shitty father figures we have steve with us how dare you i am on my way to pick up my son right now yeah he's going down the vegas strip right now trying his best not to pick up random hookers and trying no, us i'm on the 215 watching people almost die so just know that he is hands-free. He's not breaking any rules or regulations. I don't know about the, the, the Vegas, Nevada laws or whatever, but he is he is being safe. And well, I've got a beer in one hand and the phone in the other. I'm driving with my knee. Oh, God, you are, you're fucking from Detroit. You are from <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> and then we have, for the first time ever, we're popping his cherry, no homo. We have Ricky joining us for the first time. Yes, sir. I I am Ricky. I'm a professional insider for uh, any kind of uh, WWE, NXT, SmackDown Live, Raw, whatever you name it, pay-per-view, any kind of any kind of uh, <laughs> events going on with professional wrestling nowadays. You know, I'm I usually got the heads up on everybody, so look out for the breaking news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The world star hip hop of the podcast. He he's Absolutely. he's got such good inside information. He's practically a colonoscopy. Absolutely. Big Dave. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So let's just kick it right off uh, to discuss how garbage Raw was, but how, how Raw's been. It finally hit another wonderful low of being about around only 2 million views, which is the lowest in the show's history. It's, it's just bad. Was it like the third hour, like at 2.18? viewers or something 2. like that 2.0 something if i if, yeah, if I, I don't have the ex- what <laughs> i don't have the ex- who okay okay someone's really excited about shitty raw <laughs> <laughs> well you know it must have been that new uh sean michaels haircut there that made everybody show oh, up wow. oh wow yeah Went yeah. right there, right away. We went right to the haircut. <laughs> it's a lack of a haircut. Lack of a haircut. Let's be real. <laughs> well, you no, know, hey, I, just... I, thought, I thought it looked good on him. So, I'm, I'm glad someone appreciates it. But I'm sure that we don't appreciate just how garbage the show is then, and the fact that it's not like leaving off any cliffhangers or anything else like that. And then you have fucking a Bella twin like trying to kick the head or the brain scramble Liv Morgan's brain. Not great. Not no, she great. did. In fact, she hit her so hard that her hair went from blonde to pink. No mm. one talked about that. Yeah, it's not a good color for her. And that's me. Uh, but here, like- here are the numbers. Here are the numbers right quick. Uh, hour one, 2.5 million. Hour two, uh, 
million, and then hour three was two point zero. It's two point zero eight. So you could round it up, but yeah, not not great. And what's bad too was that like all the great angles that came like at that last hour, like I I'll be honest, like that the way that Raw ended on Monday night was I thought was really good. That's like a great way to end it. But the problem is though is that we have four part-time wrestlers and then we're not even talking about like the main wrestlers who are on the show day in and day out. Yeah. The problem the whole... is, you have, is you have to get to the end of the show. Like it's way too long. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's almost it's, it's like a double it's like a, a really bad double-edged sword right now because the rosters are so stacked and so filled but they're not even using them correctly when, you know, for the past couple of months, when the one whole hour is dedicated to the shield and Roman reigns, you know, you have a writing issue. Okay. So that made no sense to me with Baron Corbin. Like you can't just, you can't defend your boats, whatever you want. Like what the fuck, what is happening right now? It's, it's shit writing. Make him defend his belt. That's like the biggest thing. That's like the biggest heel move you can. Yeah. Like how? When did when did preventing them from defending the belt become a a, a heel thing? Like, oh, you want a chance to lose your belt? No, no, no. No, you're gonna stay champion. <laughs> I, I think maybe that is the heel thing because we don't want Roman as champion. It's like Baron's just like, I'm gonna keep you champion because I know how much the people hate you so much. You said that, yeah. That thought came into my head. Yeah, that's the ultimate heel move. Baron's yeah. trolling us all. We see the fans so much is what we're- Yeah. Uh so going from there, were there any any points in Raw that were worth mentioning that were decent and or good? Yes. One. And I'm gonna say just one. The six minute boo of Elias. <laughs> like that joke, oh my god, that joke was the best joke of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Seattle hated him. So bad. I was I was dead laughing the whole time. When I realized that he had said when I realized that I was like this is and like he got switched. I felt like the last time and somebody else I, I was listening to other podcasts and somebody kinda of brought up too like the last time the perfect crowd goes that bad, like that bad was when Roman Baker after WrestleMania and I was like, Yeah, but I feel like that Tommaso Champion. You want to you want to speak up so you don't sound like you're in a wormhole? Uh, no, I don't actually. I just want to sound like I'm where I'm at. In a yeah. Wormhole. Oh, so that's good. So basically, synopsis for anybody: it was too quiet. He loved the six minute booing of Elias and Kevin Owens because they dissed the Supersonics. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was the it was the Mick Foley of cheap heat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I didn't think Seattle was still so butthurt after how many years since they moved to the Thunder to Oklahoma City? Ten. Ten it's been years. that long, and they are bitter. They are super butthurt, man. Super butthurt. They started you know, that's in the Super first time, though, Like Honestly, that's the first time in a long time that I've seen a WWE crowd actually like get into it like that. That was watching it was like. Oh man, they're pissed. That and was like Kevin Vicky Guerrero. That was like a Vicky Guerrero like response. Yeah, that was some real heat. Like that is not something to play around in Seattle, man. That is. <laughs> it was pretty cool to see that though. 
Apparently in Seattle, you don't diss the Seahawks, you don't diss the Supersonics, or even mention the Supersonics, and you you don't touch their gem of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I actually saw something on Twitter of uh, the uh, uh, the the crowd at some point in time. They started a uh, Supersonics uh, chant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during one of the matches. I think it was Kevin Owens' match. I, I can't remember, but yep. <laughs> I, I heard it. I was I, that was one part of the show I actually did watch, and I was just like, I didn't know whether to be amazed or just disappointed. <laughs> what, I, made, yeah. what made it awesome? What made it awesome for me was when uh, like Elias was like, "What are you booing me for? They're the ones that left." And <laughs> <laughs> I just kept booing. You're bringing up such painful, hurtful memories. Oh, uh, shed a tear. <laughs> That was pretty awesome, though, man. That was like some raw, like legitimately, that was some raw emotion there of everybody just being super pissed off. It was awesome. And then the show continued to be garbage. Yep, 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 yep. True statement. Was there anything else other than the the cheap pop of that? Like, other than, I mean, you know, (laughs) it's pretty sad when that was like the highlight of the night outside of Shawn Michaels' haircut. So here we are in 2018 talking about booing. And Shawn Michaels going bald being like the highlights of, of my Raw. That's I never thought that would be like something that would be the actual hype. Like, yo, what happened on Raw? Well, Shawn Michaels is bald and, you know, right. they the, the Supersonics and the crowd got pissed. Other than that, not much. <laughs> <laughs> Bleacher, Bleacher Report is saying that the actual uh, Owens versus Latchley match was the best part of Raw. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I can I can agree with that, yeah. You know, I mean, that's like, like... Wasn't that like the only match, though, that was on there? Like, can no, you name me another match? The Finn Balor match, maybe? Like Dean versus There was Dean versus Braun, Roman versus Dolph, Ronda versus Ruby, Bobby Roode versus Connor, Revival versus B-Team, which never got... Well, it did get started, just the AOP attack afterwards. Seth versus Dolph, Bobby versus Kevin, and then... Bailey versus Alicia. Right, right. Uh, so was... Bobby Bobby yeah. versus Kaya was the only match on there. Actually, you know, I'll take that back though, because I think they had a tag it? team match. The I Rollins think, uh, match was, was actually like Drew, really good. No, yeah. Anything that has Drew McIntyre in it is great. And plus, you know, with mm. the 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 the, the tintling seeds being planted of a Dean heel turn, something happening hopefully soon to spice things up. I need something spicy. I don't, I don't need. They're trying. To, they're garbage. trying to push the young guys, but they're also trying to. They're trying to push the young guys while keeping the older guys relevant. But it's gonna be. They're at the point with like WCW back in the day when all they had was like the NWO and like Goldberg, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they were trying to push young guys, and it just wasn't coming. And uh, the older guys were just getting washed up, man. I feel like that's where WWE is right now. They got plenty of young talent. They're trying to push them, but. They're also trying to keep their older guys in there, and they're having a real hard time doing that, you know? I mean, if the older guys aren't good, they need to get to the boot. They get the boot yeah. out the door. You know, like The Undertaker, he's at the point where, you know, I, I love The Undertaker. I've always been an Undertaker fan, but, man, it's just, like, cringing watching every time he gets back in the ring, you know? And now with, like, him and Kane, it's like, last I heard, you know, Kane's trying to be a mayor. Uh, no, he got, it, he got elected. Like, he, he is the mayor. He, he is the mayor. He's the mayor-elect. But it's like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I they they make you feel like these guys are out the door and then they come back and it's just hard to get behind them because you're like, man, they're gone and 
that's sad, but let's see what they let's see who they push. And you know that they're, you know, all, they're only building this up for Saudi Arabia too. And that's yeah. what it is. Apparently, yeah. the rumor is it's supposed to be the Brothers of Destruction versus DX with Sean mm-hmm. coming back for another match. Yeah, yeah, and they're you know trying to build that nostalgia and stuff. And I guess really in Saudi Arabia and probably most parts of the world, when you think of WWE, what do you think? You're not thinking about you know the you know Rude or you're not thinking about McIntyre, any of those guys that are coming up. You know, you're thinking WWE, Undertaker, DX, Undertaker, yeah. Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, stuff like that. You're thinking exactly. about them. And, and that's what they're trying to do. And Saudi Arabia is throwing money at it. But like, hey, we want your best of the past with some of the best of today. But we waited on the past because that's yeah. what we've watched on TV. That's what we remember. Well, so, and yeah. from what I understand, too, with like the prince, the prince that put the whole show together, that put this whole show together, pay for everything, is like a huge 90s nostalgia fan. And like, that's why he wanted to be a part of it so badly was because he's like, this is this is what I want this is what I need. You know, and even at the last show, right? So the Greatest Royal Rumble, apparently they wanted like Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior back on the show, and like yeah. they had to like let them know, like you know, those guys, those guys died. They're not oh, going to yeah. be there. Breaking, I don't think they're going to make that breaking flight. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Yokozuna has passed away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I. They someone needs to give somebody some breaking news. Jesus, but man. the Undertaker. I can't believe I let that one sneak by. I'm going to have to yeah, get my insiders I, on that one. You are a terrible, terrible individual for that. You know, That's the worst reporting. <laughs> you know, and the, you know, word has it that, like, uh, for that Greatest Royal Rumble, they even offered uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out there, and mm-hmm. he turned it down. But, you know, it's uh, just goes to show, like, man, who is this show really for? The people of Saudi Arabia, or is it just a guy that's got a lot of money who is, like, having a nostalgia trip, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's too bad, man. Cause you know that, and that's the thing. Like they went from these storylines all of a sudden to promoting like the undertaker and triple H and it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of all over the place and that's why their numbers suck right now is cause it's like they have no writing and it seems like they don't have anybody pointing them in a direction. That's why they need to bring my man Vince Russo back. Ugh. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we derail this into a giant burning garbage can, let's get to the good <laughs> show. Let's get to the good show of the week, and that was SmackDown, because there's really nothing else. Because um, there was a lot of good segments, a lot of good matches from SmackDown. Uh, Benjamin versus Daniel Bryan was by far match of between the two shows. That was the the match to watch. It was a fantastic match. The fact that even though it was a um, like a dirty win or whatever. Shelton fucking won. Like, oh my god, Shelton won. <laughs> like <laughs> a plus, a plus match there. And then freaking Becky at the end of the mat, end of the show with her probably one of the best promos from a from a woman superstar ever. Just up there, like. Yeah, dude, I love that they're pushing Becky Lynch, man. That is awesome. That is freaking awesome. And they're doing it by having her whoop up on Charlotte constantly. So, yep. You know, it's awesome, man. So that and it's pretty crazy because that that's the best to me. That was that's the best thing of SmackDown is Becky Lynch getting pushed right now. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter tweeted out that um, that. Some of the best heels will be able to validate their uh, their words with their actions, 
And even if there was no actions behind their words, that they make you believe every word they say, no matter the validity. And he said that Becky is probably one of the best heels right now in the business. Absolutely. I agree with that, man. I have to. I still don't, I don't agree that she's a heel. Like to me, she's just an anti-hero, but I know that they're trying to put the term heel, make her a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. But to me, this is so good. So fucking fresh and nice. Yeah, her stuff's been really good. It's really refreshing too, because like when it all happened, we all kind of shit on it. Like, this is dumb, this is stupid, but it's turned out probably one of the best things that happened for Becky. Especially coming off of the very terrible Carmella heel run. That uh, yeah, yeah. That, that went nowhere, garbage, man. <laughs> that it went nowhere for Oscar. It all it ruined Oscar's character. It kind of damaged Charlotte. Kind of did. And then the only redeeming thing about it was the fact that we got a Becky. Becky being brought like up a bit. But I mean, what's Carmella doing now? She did. She's doing some sort of comedy act with our truth and dyeing her hair like a strawberry brown. Yeah, what the hell is that all about, man? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But no, SmackDown is still out of the two main brand shows. It is clearly the best one. Uh, But we can move on to NXT. Did anybody watch NXT yesterday or today? No. No. I I would love to hear about your love of NXT if you could actually speak into the microphone. Can you can you hear me now? Is that a little better? Uh, yeah, you don't sound like you're in an alleyway trying to get a, a BJ or a Handy J from someone on a stained ass couch. That's exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly, that's exactly where I am. I mean, so. it's, it's Baltimore, so I would figure nothing else. Well, it's actually <laughs> not, it's a nicer part of Baltimore, but yeah. No, so like, touch back like on, a, on a SmackDown really quick though. So I think the one thing I just, I don't like about SmackDown is the fact that like everybody is like putting Becky in that that heel role, and they keep trying to push Charlotte as like the face. And we know like, like the crowd is popping for for Becky every time that she's out there. Like Charlotte just keeps getting booed, and it they pretty much just turn Charlotte. And I heard this in another podcast, which is actually kind of funny. And I thought about it, and it's, I, it's come to be true that you know Charlotte is she's the Roman Reigns of the female of women's wrestling right now, like. They're shoving mm. her down everybody's throat, and no one's really like trying to buy into it anymore. And that's it's kind of bad because Charlotte Charlotte can be like a great heel when when they let her, and unfortunately they're just forcing it that she's the face, and I don't understand why. And then I, um, I don't agree with that. I mean, yeah, I get to the point where people are probably sick and tired of Charlotte because of her name and everything else like that. But to compare her to Roman. I, I think is a disservice to her, honestly, well, because I think, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby Riot did a spear. We're going to call her. Bobby Lashley has a spear. I mean, a, spe- a g- generic t- takedown tackle. Oh no. Caitlin has a spear during the Mae Young classic. But, is she, but no, the point Charlotte, I think is. But Bobby she, Rude isn't being forced down our throat and neither is Ruby Riot. Charlotte is though. I don't think Charlotte is. No, I don't think Charlotte is. Charlotte has definitely earned where she's at, and I don't think that she has been like forced on our throats. I feel like she has. She totally, totally been forced, and it's forced to a point where I don't even care. (laughs) I I like Charlotte. I I I I really like Charlotte. The only thing that I didn't dig with Charlotte 
that I thought they went completely wrong was messing up the Os- the Osaka thing they had going on with her. She, I think, uh, Osaka. I think she was doing amazing, dude. Going with the undefeated thing, they could have had the street thing going. They could have just put Oscar. Oscar. Osaka. Osaka. Sorry, man, I'm reading into Osaka, into the like NXT. the city in Japan. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, that's what's wrong with all they've handled Nagasaki. You know, they nah, no, man, they, they, they screwed up ending her streak, and that was just like, oh, that I was like, really, come on, man. But that was—I don't think that was a Charlotte. That wasn't a Charlotte fault. That was the whole Carmella thing. If they would have built up off of that, like initially, like oh, like did what they did with Shinsuke, what they did with Asuka, I think we would have an awesome program. And then, and instead- honestly, I think they—I think they, for me at least, they personally screwed up Shinsuke and Asuka oh. at the exact same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I like Shins. I like Shinsuke as a heel, and Shinsuke. I really like, do. I was, you know, the thing what they did with him and AJ, like that really pissed oh, well, me off. Oh, that whole feud. Wanted, yeah, that know, whole that feud. Terrible. I don't know if you listened. We, the ending of the feud was the best part. <laughs> so it, it turned into a dick punching fest. It makes yeah. me think of like uh, when Jericho and King feuding. One started over a nut punch, King, because that's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, wait. but they they we have definitely talked about where they've dropped the ball on many things and the I it was a oh shit moment for me at Mania when Charlotte beat Asuka, but the fact that it didn't go anywhere and it led to Carmella cashing in like the Tuesday after, that's where they dropped the ball with me. If they would have continued the Asuka Charlotte thing, I would have been more happy about that. Yeah. With Charlotte being a cocky heel going into it, or Oscar being a vengeful heel coming out of it, you know, absolutely that effect. But you know, common sense. What's Look that? Look at how the dominoes. Look at how the dominoes just kind of went all the way down, right? So Oscar loses, Carmella cashes in. Now Carmella is a joke kind of comedy act, and then like Oscar now is also in that same boat. Like, why? Yeah. Why Naomi? You know what I mean? Like, why? It's not It's not merging anybody. Are we really talking about this tag team that's going to be coming together for the, the women's division? Like, what? what is all this leading to? Like, at least push something out there. Like, even rumor it out. Like, hey, by the way, uh, women's tag team championship. You know, I mean, just something. Like, we want to we wanna get a full understanding because at this point, like, I'm led to believe that Oscar's going to turn on Naomi at the Super Showdown. Just, just I just feel like that should be something that's going to happen. We're Dude, not, if we could get, if we could get a bunch heel of Asuka turns. with face paint, like with like Japanese heel Asuka, fuck, love it. Yeah. Yes. I would dig it. I would dig it. But yeah, I don't think we're already got. We're already gonna get one heel turn. We're not gonna get two at at Evolution. So you know what the other part I have a problem with, and we're just gonna go back to SmackDown, is that the two best feuds I feel on the show aren't even going to be in the Super Showdown. Like, Lana, the Lana Rusev, Aiden English, yeah. isn't going to be there. Like, that's awesome. That should definitely have been on the Super Showdown, but nope, we're not going to get that one, and that's really not going to have an ending till SmackDown 1000. And then we don't even have, um, uh, what's it, uh, I'm trying to think. The Becky and Charlotte are there, so that's, that's one that matters. One, yeah, I give it that one. And but, AJ, um, AJ and Joe have been on fire. I love this feud. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. AJ Styles just left a, a bitter taste in my mouth after that whole Shinsuke thing, man. But that's not that's not his fault. You can't fault AJ for that. You gotta fault the writers. 
Whatever he went along with it, it's his fault too. So where's where's Shinsuke Nakamura anyway? <laughs> he's a free agent now, man. Come on, he's, he's retaining the U.S. title by not defending it. He's he's gonna yeah that whole Shinsuke USA champion stuff is like what the hell ever, man. I saw him on WWE.com the other day and like all sorts of like Uncle Sam gear with the belt and everything, and it just was like Ugh. I really hate those <laughs> fucking that the. You win the U.S. title, all of a sudden you're wearing red, white, and blue. Everything okay? It's dated. Yeah, dude. And you know the thing with Shinsuke is, I think like him coming from overseas and everything being totally different. Like, I think that's kind of what made him. They should have kept that. Like, they got this yeah. foreigner who comes over. That's why I like that. Uh, what the hell is that dude? The Arab that came over and won the belt and became a huge. Uh, gosh, why can't I think of his name off the top of my head? No. Uh, um, Come on, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. That's why I love Jinder yeah. Mahal. Is he you was know like he's totally... Canadian, right? He's Canadian. But <laughs> I know, but the thing is, like, with that whole storyline and everything, it was just so, like, damn, this is awesome. You know, it's totally different. And uh, I laughed when they were talking about when they had Jinder and they had um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're like, look at this guy from India and these two from Canada. And we're like, no, all three of them are from Canada. Actually, this is this is one hundred percent the Hart Foundation. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, a like bad come on, Hart Foundation. Come on. Just, yeah. They had like the news stations. Did you, you remember that? They had like the news stations from like across seas and everything, like all praising him and all that stuff. And they were showing it on WWE. It was pretty crazy, man. But the thing is, like, if it's somebody different that comes in like that and then they run with it, to me, that's pretty fresh. That's awesome. But, uh, but you I know, mean, like anything that's not problem, generic though, would be great. Yeah, well, like, and the problem is, though, is that the WWE ends up going with something generic anyway. Like, if you remember, like, remember that whole title run when Shinsuke was there? Like, it wasn't the fact that Jinder wasn't attacking Shinsuke for anything other than the fact that he was Asian. Like, and it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, that like, it was again, so dumb. Terrible writing. But for people like the wrestlers, you go along with it because if it's got the sign off from your boss... Yeah. Tell your boss no. There's very few people within the company that have the power to tell them no, and I'm pretty sure AJ is not one of those people just yet. So yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. You're and right. Triple H unfortunately isn't in charge of all of the main roster writing stuff yet, and Stephanie isn't even on the writing creative team anymore. So what I like clearly whoever is on the creative team, Road Dog, is doing a terrible job. Yeah, he's the producer, and all he thinks about is like, man, remember when that one act worked really well in the '90s? We should do that again. Like, what better job than having Samoa Joe read a book? That's great. Because remember when Shane did it? Yeah, it yeah. worked well when Shane did it. It will definitely work now. Remember when I did that thing and I sang this song, and because the music thing was different and cool, we should do it again and totally put it into a gimmick and make it a thing. And make it the most annoying person with like a lazy ass eye. <laughs> oh man! Don't talk about Samoa Joe like that. I'm talking about Elias. <laughs> I can't stand Elias. He looks like he has like Phoenix Down syndrome. Dude, every time I see Dang. that guy, I just get like you know the flashbacks from like the Rock SmackDown Hotel stuff and everything, you know. And I'm like, dude, um, try and relive that so bad. It's it's yeah. so like. I get, no way, our, I, I get that our generation is really into like nostalgic stuff and everything. I get that. I'm cool with it. Then 
there's reasons why I'm cool with it, but there's some certain to ex to a certain extent with some things that you don't need to go nostalgic for 24 fucking seven and fucking wrestling is it. And I'm tired of the nostalgia. It's great every yeah. once in a while. Like it's, I find it okay when like second, third generation superstars, you know, mimic, you know, family members and everything. That's fine. That makes sense. But when you start throwing gimmicky acts at me that are from the 90s and from the 80s that didn't really work then because Jeff Jarrett, when that music gimmick didn't really fucking work until he fucking started sucking dick in WCW, then right. having that shoved down my face with a shitty Jillian Hall style album, you know, again, didn't fucking work. <laughs> and, you know, and the thing oh. is, like, you know, again, with the nostalgia stuff, like when Shawn Michaels came out this week, like his pop was, it was garbage, dude. You, if you hear HBK's music playing, normally there's like a, oh, there was no yeah, pop. No, this was but, the worst Shawn Michaels pop, and I didn't even care. Yeah, it was like, I, like for me, I was like, this is awesome, but that crowd was just garbage. But like, if Bobby Roode comes out, everybody's like, oh, Glorious, you know, this is awesome. But the thing I is, mean, like, I think there's this generation is past um, all what we saw. You know, the 13-year-olds, like the 15-year-olds, they, they didn't grow up on what we grew up on. They grew up they grew on John up, Cena. Exactly. They grew so up they on Evolution. Up, you know, they hear the Shawn Michaels, the Stone Colds, uh, you know, the Rock, even like all these guys, they come out. and They, they don't think know. They don't know because yeah. they didn't see him growing up, you know. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know. Like when we, because I actually started wrestling, uh, watching wrestling probably around 2002. <laughs> Because that's the only channel I could get UPN. I could only get UPN. I only watched SmackDown. And it was the only thing I could like run away from my parents from. And no one really understands, like who is new to wrestling now, why a Shawn Michaels returning in 2002, leading up to a retirement against The Undertaker and him kind of appearing every so often, why that's a huge thing. Right. Because Shawn was Shawn. And he was supposed to be gone, kind of like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's the new Shawn Michaels. And April uh, April knows Shawn Michaels is the guy with the wonky eye. I'm sorry, what? I said April knows Shawn Michaels is the guy with the wonky eye. Yes, yes. If, if like she, she started watching wrestling like maybe like four or five years ago, so that nostalgia is wasted on people that don't fucking know like right she doesn't care who he is she, she doesn't care of the history of like undertaker and triple h mm -mm. yeah exactly man and, and that's the and problem that like wwe is facing right now it's just it doesn't but, but you're wasting someone like sean on something that doesn't revolve around sean mm -hmm. and that's my problem with it that's why i don't care because it's you're being triple h's sidekick again again Right. It's like, why are you, I get the money's there, but why are you going to regulate? Why are you, you know, going to regulate yourself down to that level? And they get like Kane and the Undertaker H. out together to beat the crap out of Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels. And it's like, none of the generation, I was like, why is that awesome? You know, there's just these two big guys that just beat up some old guys, you know? Like, I, I, I totally love seeing <laughs> 50 something year old guys, you know, getting really sweaty, hitting, like fake hitting each other. Like, that just <laughs> yeah. fucking thrills me. I know, man. It's like, what's crazier, that or Brie Bella's botches? It's, uh, it's. Oh I don't know. Oh my god! Bless Freaking. her. Bless her sweet summer child heart, dude. Real quick, I, I got to bring something up before we get into the diva. to Brie Bella. How about that moment of bliss, huh? Nope. <laughs> nope. We're gonna move right along from that. 
right along because Cliff isn't paying oh attention. My. Thank God. Cliff no, isn't paying I'm paying attention, and that is the greatest thing ever. I love a moment of bliss. Dude, Do not let take me that from me. Terrible. That- that Trish, oh my god, man. <laughs> no, I, I don't care about the fact that she was wrong in her age. I don't care about all the dates. I just love the fact that she literally told a story that we knew was so far fake that I was like, I had nothing to do but laugh. Like, yo, it was, and it the was fact so that one other person and one other person in this in this room, or they're not in the they're not on the, on today, but Katie hates that. And I just love throwing that out there, like, yo, this is your Whoa. moment of bliss. The t- uh, trolling <laughs> Katie is hilarious. Let's just get that out of the table. Trolling Katie is a great thing that we all love to do and enjoy. And that's my <laughs> moment of bliss. Um, but segue into evolution. Uh, so far we have Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. And I guess that's going to be an okay marquee match. Uh, Lita versus Mickey James, which I'm kind of really excited for that. Hope, uh, I, I really hope the best out of that one. Kari yeah. Zane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. And then Io Shirai. And I just realized I'm spoiling matches for uh, the Mae Young Classic. So I'm not going to finish that. And then we got the final for Mae Young, uh, Mae Young Classic. So <laughs> <laughs> I stopped myself. So <laughs> surprise, Io Shirai is in the finals. I'm not going to say who. Uh, against two, but we get the finals of the Mayon Classic. Hopefully, um, because there's supposed to be a Raw Women's Championship match, a SmackDown Women's Championship match, uh, UK NXT UK Women's Championship match, and some other matches happening. So, any excitement out of any of those? Yes, man. No? I think Lita Mickey James probably is the most hype for me, man. That's to me, that's something that, like, even if it was a regular WWE pay per view, like, that would be like. WrestleMania type match where I'd be like, okay, I could deal with that. Because Mickey, Mickey James is in the best shape I think yeah. she's ever been in. She is phenomenal. She came back with very little hype and everything else like that. But she has just been a like a team player throughout. She's selling moves. She's getting over, helping Alexa get over, being, you know, whatever, yeah. selling Ember Moon's eclipse like a fucking champion. Right. Like I'm I just love like, please, Mickey Lita, James. do not break your freaking neck, man. <laughs> she, oh my gosh, man! Anytime I see any of those like wrestlers that I know had like some serious injuries, I'm like, God, yeah. please don't let this be the one that messes you up bad, you know? <laughs> so, like every time they show Lita uh, wrestling, it's like, oh, this is Lita. They always show that match from 2004 Raw when she suicide dived through the ropes and really like mess up her neck and spine going against Trish. You know that moment I'm talking about? No? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. No, exactly uh, what you're talking about. Man. I was going to say, they always show that, and I always cringe. Always. Just like, <laughs> oh, my God. I fell. I have fallen like that before where I fell face first, and my feet matched my head, and, like, you lose your breath. Your back hurts. Your neck hurts. Just, just fuck. And just seeing that over and over and over again, it's just like, Ugh. And we already know that she has neck issues, so it's just like, ah. Yeah, dude. My my moment with Lita that always sticks out is when she cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge, and the whole crowd oh was like, "You God. screwed, you screwed Edge." That's, you screwed Matt. You screwed and, then Matt? Matt got, and then Matt got fired, and then it turned into the one of the best programs we've ever seen. Oh my god! It was real life come to life, and, and then Matt was just fucked up. Yeah. Like Edge won and Matt went into obscurity. 
yeah, and that was like the thing that could have pushed Matt to like Edge was already there at a main event level because he already had won Money in the Bank. Yeah. So yeah. he was already holding the briefcase. He was already guaranteed that. That would have been the perfect time to push Matt to that level since they were done jerking off their dick about Jeff Hardy because he was already out and in TNA for his first time. Yeah. And they could have done something really awesome. But no, they move him to SmackDown. They team him up with MVP. And then he gets moved oh to ECW. And he becomes a mid-card ECW champion. That didn't even last that long because then he gets squashed by Mark fucking Henry. And there is 2007 and 2008 for you, ladies and gentlemen. With Pretty the much. career of Matt Hardy. Pretty much. <laughs> and then Matt Hardy spiraled into a, uh, you know, painkiller <laughs> addiction and all this stuff. Going to Ring of Honor, going to TNA, and then yeah. coming back. And now his butt has fused with his back. Yeah. Hear that, Ember? Hear that? Stop doing leg drops. <laughs> yeah. Your back and your spine is going to fuse together, and that's it. And then you're done. Yeah. Uh, that's a sad so... deal, Matt Hardy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But... And you got to come up with a gimmick where you tell everybody that you're woken or broken. Dude. That was messed up, the whole TNA thing and the lawsuit with all that. I And they uh, eventually just fucking won and or TNA settled because they fucking realized they couldn't fucking win against WWE fucking Matt Hardy money. Right. And then they went with the Woken gimmick and I was just like, uh, I don't know why, what the difference between Broken and Woken was, but They're just really, changing those two words, it just kind of turned me off on it. It, it wasn't really a difference. It was kind of that way, but they kind of had to make it more PG friendly. Which yeah. is what, in my opinion, ruined it a little bit. Um, mm. But it was still entertaining. Yeah, no, I believe, I'm a fan of Matt Hardy. I, in fact, his theme song was my ringtone for a while. And uh, I, I kind of wish it, that fucking I Matt's wife that. came out to like perform the piano like she did in TNA. Yeah, that would have been sweet, man. Yes. And they should have used a lot more of that in WWE with, with like the Senor Benjamin and Ruby and everything. You know, that, that would have been awesome. But no, alas. Whatever. Whatever. That, that's that. And you know, and I was really I was really hoping that, you know, they would push him to become the WWE champion, but who am I kidding, right? Oh please. <laughs> he was on Raw and Roman's on Raw. Ain't yeah. happening. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Plus, like I was like What's funny was that that one time when he was always talking about how uh he was doing a thing at the greatest Royal Rumble and him and Jeff Hardy had a moment where uh, Matt Hardy said, uh, they were talking, he's like, congratulations on your tag team belts. He's like, yes, I acquired one every April. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? that's such a true statement. Like, I forgot that you did, you did win it at, at WrestleMania in April prior. <laughs> I saw like, one of their last uh, Ring of Honor matches here in Vegas. Yay! The fucking ladder match with Rapunky Vice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so wonderful. I said wonderful way too much because of Matt Hardy. And I would throw my arms up at first people. First time in the Hardy's in, in the collective Hardy career that more people were cheering and wanting to see Matt than they wanted to see Jeff. Oh, uh, excuse yeah. me. What about V1? No one. <laughs> V1 was a heel, and Hardy was still sought after more. He if wasn't a heel. Were... He wasn't a heel in my eyes. I, I, I know, because you like to live dangerously. Him and Shannon Moore, that's where it was at. And, and don't forget uh, Crash Holly eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. No. Crash Holly has passed away. He died because he choked on his own vomit. <laughs> I'm just letting oh, the listeners know, God. man. Just in case somebody from Saudi Arabia is listening. They can kind of... 
you know, let the word out up there. The thoughts and views expressed on the Frankensteiner podcast do not reflect that of the Frankenculture website. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you have any anything on that comment, Saudi Arabia, you can go ahead and reach me on Twitter at EV Sports Gaming. Let me know what you uh, think about that. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. <laughs> God damn it! He's just trying to build heat. <laughs> clearly, I'm the fa- clearly I am the solid face of this group. Got it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who just was talking about Crash Holly choking on his vomit. Uh, that's the stating facts is not a heel thing. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, so we're did we watch? Did all of us watch May Young, the fifth episode of May Young Classic? I did watch the May Young. I want to see if anyone else did. Steve, I did not. Of course you didn't, because you're a sexist pig. Uh, <laughs> I started and then told myself, what would people in Saudi Arabia do? Shut this off. So that's what I did. No. <laughs> At EB Sports Gaming. That's God EBS damn it. Sports Gaming. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. God fucking damn it. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So Anyway, carry on. How was the May Young Classic for all us? Right. Uh, so for all Saudi had... Arabia we had four matches. We had uh, Rhea Ripley versus Casey Catanzaro, who was is the chick from American Ninja American Warrior. Um, she's got a lot. Both Rhea and Casey, a lot of potential. I love them. Yes. You know what the funny thing is, is too, like I introduced Kara to, uh, and in front of those who don't know, Kara's my daughter. Uh, so I introduced my daughter to the Minion Classic, and she really grew attached to Casey like she really liked her a lot she didn't know and spoiler for her because she's actually in the back seat she didn't know that Casey lost and that Ripley won but uh no it was she a great match poor girl's heart. she's like what yeah she's back to like are you kidding me what the just hear crying in the background <laughs> Dad. But, but she uh, no so yeah Casey has such great potential oh yeah the only thing I worry about with Casey, right, is that does she become like a Will Ospreay or a Ricochet type where it's we're looking for the big spot. Like you got to get to your next big spot and you got to get to this point. You got to get to that point because that's the only thing I really fear about with her because like her foundation is, is solid. But obviously, like she's not she's not a great striker. Obviously, you know, she's there's just it's just she's very acrobatic. That's her well, thing. And I get that. Let's let's just give her credit where credit's due. She kind of had a botch of the match. She rebounded off of it, made it look decent and good. But let's not forget the fact that she has literally only been training for less than a year. She was signed around the time of the first May Young Classic. Damn. Yes. And she is performing, and she is freaking doing gymnastic style <coughs> beam movement rotations hey. off the top rope into her Karanas. So I haven't watched. Is uh, is she better or worse than Ronda? Because Ronda has a, had a, what about the same amount of training time? Correct. Uh, it, it's apples and oranges. Honestly, I can't. I, you can't really compare the two because of the the styles and everything. Um, because it's different. Like, when you see it, it's different. Mm, yes, absolutely. But you know what? Casey like, is. Wise, it's. I was just saying, great. I was just saying, wise, like, 
obviously Ronda's got it in the striking department, in the grappling department, also judo. But what but what really you can compare them to is how they sell. And I exactly. think Ronda, Ronda sells better than what Casey does, but Casey hasn't had much training. And you can kind of see that with a couple moves where like Casey really just didn't do like a good job of like facial facially responding to hits and or attacks or something like that there there wasn't really like a season response for things but she's yeah. getting there and that is definitely oh, something yeah. i can definitely do it she's definitely that's an easy that's an easy fix that's you know just continuing but the fact that she out of the two matches that she's had on television because i know she does the nxt house show circuit where katie uh, they travel Florida, and Katie's probably seen her a couple times. Um, the fact that, that there was only one botch, and she they they improved it on the fly, fixed it, and then she went back to do the move again off the top uh, off a springboard. Yeah, was it was awesome, and the fact that the and it was so great too is the crowd was behind her. You know, not saying you know doing the chant of like you fucked up, you fucked up like they usually do on the main roster stuff. Yeah, and considering were, like. You got freaking Brie Bella botching suicide dives, and then she's doing what she's doing. Like, you know, you can't, oh, <laughs> that's pretty you crazy, went man. There. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, man, like at her level, she's doing what she's doing. If she botches, whatever. But like, right. come on, Brie, you're botching yeah. the most basic 100, stuff. Like, 100%, 100%. If you haven't watched the Mayan Classic, episode five is definitely probably the best one so far. Um, which is appropriate because it's the start of the semifinals. Um, but Casey Catanzaro and Rhea Ripley are definitely the future of the women's division in some way, shape, or form in WWE, hands down. I am Fight. a huge fan of Rhea Ripley. Yeah, there's no lie. I'm a huge fan of her. Oh, yeah. She's uh, from last. I loved her last year when she got signed. And then this year, her evolution into a heel character. Love it. She's yeah, once great. They get, once the WWE gets past this. Once, once the WWE gets past what? This, this Ronda Rousey phase. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, Ronda's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. We just got to admit to ourselves that Ronda isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Hopefully that somehow... But where's, where's that going? Like, that's what I understand. They're building another monster, just like Asuka. Yeah. And eventually you have to defeat the monster. Okay. Like, what's the next step? Like, well, then she's going to end up, like, just... I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be weird to see where it goes, you know? Because... What do you do when it's run? It's like similar. It comes back to Brock Lesnar. You know, you're watching Lesnar wrestle these guys, and you're like, he would completely kill all these guys in real mm-hmm. life. You know, and that's the same with like Ronda. Like when I watch her, that kind of turns me off with her because I'm like, I know she could destroy all these people in real life. And to see her, like, I don't know, especially it's just, with her fir- with her first singles match being against Nia Jax, the one that I felt like stood the most chance. Yeah, I mean, unless it's- I mean. And she easily destroyed Sonya Deville. There went that. Uh, I mean, the only thing it would be left would be like bringing up like Shayna to build something there. Oscar. I mean, yeah. the obvious well, you know, choice is Charlotte. I wasn't really, I, I wasn't really like very um, into what they were doing. With Sasha Banks and Bailey there, and they just kind of oh. fizzled that whole thing out, you know. And yeah, that's I thought that was a pretty cool rivalry, you know. I, I liked that. I enjoyed watching them wrestle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I enjoy watching them wrestle. Well, I enjoyed watching any of Ronda's matches. True. Yeah, oh, no, Ronda, Ronda, Ronda performs yeah, well. Yeah. Ronda, Ronda yeah. sells really well. Ronda actually delivers. I think my biggest problem with it, though, is that 
you know, once she beats, okay, so once they have this match at Super Showdown, they go to Evolution. Rumor has it that it's supposed to be Nikki Bella and Ronda in this match. But the problem is, is like once she beats Nikki Bella, like there's nobody else. Like you have to call up somebody like Shayna, you know, to say like she's gonna be like that next girl. But you have nobody else in in the roster that stands a chance. That's a that's a heel or a face. That but then you're just Ronda. then you're just calling people up to get defeated. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This is this is where building up other people from, and I mean, I, the feud the feud that is going to happen with Nikki and Brie, or just Nikki, is going to be going on longer than Evolution. I see that probably ending, maybe Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yep. I see. And, that yeah, and honestly, that man, with, with Ronda, with me, I think she do, she does deliver in the ring. She does, and if she botches, you know what? She's fairly new to the industry, but. With me and Rhonda, I think the, the biggest thing with her is that I feel like she's just not delivering on the promos and the mic. And it, so it makes me hard to, it makes it hard to get into her matches when there's really no, you know, if there's a good promo and a good hype to it, it's awesome. But I guess that's with all the divas. They all make me cringe when they do promos, with the exception of like, you know, Becky Lynch and, you know, Charlotte. So anyway, um, that's what, with Rhonda, man, it's just like, anytime they cut a promo to her, it's just a little too cheesy. You know, I, I, don't I know. would prefer a Ronda yeah. promo over a Natty promo. Oh, dude, I was about to say the same fucking thing. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, I agree on that. I agree on that. But. I mean, I mean, everyone's gonna have their own tids and bits of what they're good at and everything else like that. I definitely don't want an Oscar promo. I mean, in some cases it's good, but in other cases it's just like I don't speak Japanese. I'm sorry. I know what you're <laughs> trying. I know what you're you're trying to deliver, but it's just not resonating with me because I don't speak it. Um, mm-hmm. Racist. I yeah sure cool uh, I love the iconics I love the iconics to death I think they're hilarious I just wish they would the writing would treat them more seriously uh, same thing with the riot squad I think they're another great little unit that has a lot of potential especially with Sarah Logan I feel like she's just a diamond in the rough waiting but she needs to stop talking about Uncle Tater and you know hunting foxes so who, or whatever so, the fuck it is so here's a question while we're on the, while we're on the question of promos. Who do you think shoots the best promos on the active WWE roster right now? For women or for men? Both. Help. Do both. Mm. If you could mm. choose one guy to go out there and cut a promo, who are you going to send? Active wrestler? Active. Yes. Or just active. active employee? Active wrestler. Okay. Because I was trying to hype up just a match. I was just going to go straight to Paul Heyman, but if you're saying right? wrestler. <laughs> Dude, Heyman um, could get me hyped to watch a, to watch paint dry, man. I'd be like, true. damn, Heyman, you're right. I'm going to wash this paint real quick. <laughs> true. Dude, like, Seth Rollins, most likely. Like, Seth Rollins' heel stuff when he was, mm. like, head J&J was some of the best shit ever. Nah, my best guy is going to be Samoa Joe. No, no. Yeah. I like I like Joe. This Joe. Bray Wyatt. I would say, I would say... Kevin My problem with Bray Wyatt though is that Bray Wyatt was like really gimmicky, like in a way like he delivered his promo. Like I, I liked him, but the problem ultimately what became was that once he lost like the once he lost his backup, like everything just fell apart. Like yeah. it just didn't matter anymore, and nobody yeah. cared about what he had to say. But when, Victim you know, of like, yes. shitty writing. When it was the Wyatt family, yes, I would definitely say Bray was definitely the man at that point. But Samoa Joe can consistently walk in and out and deliver promo after promo after promo, no matter how bad the writing is. But I think the other person I would have to say is uh, Tommaso Ciampa. 
like let's be real, man. Like yeah, had a promo on NXT <laughs> that was so fire, letting Velveteen know where he stood in the oh, world. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Dream, dream, dream. Yeah. shit. These promos are amazing. See, this hard. I okay, tie for me between Joe and Dream. Main roster is Joe. Dream is NXT. And then for women. Mm. Alexa. Alexa's promos, like, I know Katie really hates Alexa, but they're... She, Alexa, Alexa is where she's hateable. at because of her mic work. Yeah, she's fucking hateable. Like, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, her promo at uh, Elimination Chamber was, like, come on, top-level heel shit. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, it would be I would a say, I would say I would say Kevin Owens, man. I love watching Kevin Kevin Owens promos. Anytime I see that guy go off, especially if he's in heel mode, it's just like, oh, I just want to punch that dude in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, you know. And whenever someone makes me feel like that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go buy his shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse psychology. You know, because it's like if. If they're making you, you know, there's. I don't think there's going to be anybody better on the mic ever than Chris Jericho, but he's not active. But, you know, I think Jericho is probably the best guy on the mic of all, uh, in all history of wrestling, in my opinion. You sound like Triple H there. <laughs> in my, uh, Am I going no. over? No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> um, but- Another going back to what we were written, what started this originally was talking about the May Young Classic. Yeah, talk about sidetrack. Talk about going. Talk about sidetrack. Yeah, uh, we had uh, Lacey Lane versus Tynara Conti, which was an okay, pretty short match, but it was an okay match. Uh, Tony Storm versus Hiro Hiro Yo Hiro Yo Matsumoto. I can't pronounce the first name, and I apologize for butchering that. Matsumoto. Um, that was a great match, though. That was a good match, too. Yeah, that was a good match. That was a, a like this episode was fantastic. I, all the matches were great, um, but of course the finale episode, which you two, if you haven't watched the episode which came out yesterday, episode five, watch it today, please, because in my opinion, Mako Satomura versus Mercedes Martinez is going to be a match of the year candidate, hands down. It was fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I would- I would agree. Like, there was just a lot of great selling moments in there, as well as, like, just the submission side of it, man. I was just like, holy cow. Like, everything that was going on with that was like, this This got me wrapped up. And the story they were telling was really great, too. I was just like, yo, for not even working together, like, obviously that long, like, uh-huh. man, like, they were amazing together. I mean, you could tell, like, they were really professional. Like, they knew exactly what each one was going to do. It's just, I don't know. It's so, it's so cool. Watching those yeah. two, watching those two. I, I would, I would want to see them on an NXT Takeover show and do it again. Oh yeah, this, yeah. this, this was downright criminal that we got this match in the second round and not on a pay per view. Like this match was it, 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 so fucking good, so yeah. good. Edge of my seat, hard hitting. Two really seasoned veterans just literally throwing it all out there and it showed yep. like it you know, showed like you could see, Merce- you could see you could see mercedes saying hit me harder 
like doing it and then the response from Mako was just hitting her harder and it made it believable and it just was fantastic and I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat. Five out of five. Ten out of five. Fucking go watch it. Yeah, I'm watching some of the highlights here and like the, the gut kicks followed by the sweep. Man, that's sick. But uh what I what I like about these two women is like especially with um uh Satomura here, like Back in the nineties, this wouldn't have flown because she's not particularly like the best looking babe in the world, you know. No, nope. but now Scratch that. They, she was on WCW TV back in the nineties. You know, yeah, and the thing is, with this good. now, like, dude, as as good as she is, like, the, what I what I respect about the WWE is they're moving towards like the talent and the athleticism of these women instead of like just boom. If you're hot, you're in. You know, right. and we're gonna make you wrestle. I I love that they're like okay. You know, we're going to push Stacey these women. and Tori Wilson. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like those girls, like, you know, they're bombshells and they tried making them wrestle. And, and now that's why they're delivering like crazy awesome matches because they're letting the athletes and, you know, the actual wrestlers go out there and do their thing as opposed to. I like the two contrasts in the styles because one was just like submission based. Right. And the other one was mm-hmm. uh, Japan uh, strong style, Japanese mm-hmm. strong style. And we saw yep. the two contests work so well together. And it's like, oh, you can tell like the seasons, the seasons that they're putting in into the ring really, really matter to them and that they're really putting on great performances. And, and this was a highlight, man. This was this was a show stealer. And you're right. We we definitely we made out like bandits with that match. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I, I the bar is def. This is Mako versus Marce- uh, Mercedes is definitely the bar set right now. For the whole tournament, like I know we have like three more episodes left, but yeah, I don't know what you're saying because you're going robot. So yeah, good thought there. Um, but yeah, the bar has <laughs> definitely been set. I can't wait uh, for episode six because episode six is going to have Mia Yim versus Caitlin. Uh, Tegan Knox versus Nicole Matthews, Diana Parazzo versus Zia Lee, and then Io Shirai versus Zuxis. So, again, so my joke I, must have got wasted then. Huh? Said so my joke must have got wasted then. Yeah, didn't hear anything. Yeah, literally said that when you said that that's the bar, I said they don't set the bar, they are the bar. Oh, uh, right over the head. That was a bad <laughs> joke. That was a terrible joke. Good one. Oh, Some man in Saudi Arabia is shaking his head at how bad that sucked right now. Yeah, true statement. Steve is shaking his head oh, while he's that. driving to that hell. Joke would have worked in the 90s. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Terrible. Uh, um, yeah, thank you, Steve. Uh, can <clears throat> we talk? So, Cliff, you've t- you watched a bit of the May Young. You've watched all of it with me, right? Yes, I have. I know Steve said he hasn't been watching it because he's a sexist pig. Yep. Okay. And then, my pleasure. Thank you, Mister Bad News Puns. Have you been watching? You haven't been watching it either, right? I have not. No. No. Okay. Um. So Cliff, and then if you guys want to go listen, because what we talk of, I want to talk real quick about Zaya Brookside. Um. She is the one who had a match with Io Shirai in episode four. The blue and purple hair, like the bubblegum hair. Yeah, she, she's like a skinny white chick, right? Yeah, she's like a bubbly version of Paige. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally, like, want to see more of her. 
What about the uh, in the first? She's basically Paige. I can't remember what the fuck her name is. No, uh, she she's terrible. I'm sorry. She was bad. I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. She was like the one that's like, I'm like a witch. I'm a little gothy, and I just I know what I'm doing in the ring. I make people submit. Like, no, nah, man. She was. She slowed down that match so bad. Uh, <laughs> Priscilla Kelly. Yes. Yes. That is it. Yes. Yeah. No, it was not a good showing for her. Wow. No, wow. She it was another. It, Another year, and maybe she comes back and she like put something together. Like that'd be a lot better. But yeah, she's definitely not 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 good. Not good. You've Steve, you've seen Deanna Prazzo in the ring, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You know that she is smooth and she is pretty precise with everything. She's pretty quick with with responses, right? Yeah. Who's she? Yeah. She's De- Deanna Pro. Huh? Who's her boyfriend? Um. Fuck. Why can't I remember? I don't. Is it Cassius? (laughs) No comment, podcast. Cassius. Oh no. No, I think it is Cassius because I think he was in the. uh, Who was he in the crowd? What match was he in the crowd for? I think he was in the crowd for that match. Actually, now I, you're saying it, I, I think I remember seeing him in the crowd for that match. Yeah, because he was in the crowd for one of the matches, and I thought it was weird. Like, why was he out there? Because Cedric was out there for his wife's match, and so that made sense. Leo Rush was out there for Lacey Lane's match, and they're actually really good friends, and they fought a lot before on the independent circuit, so that's the reason why. For I, that, I know who it is. I know who it is. Who? It's uh, fucking... The guy with the death mask in Bullet Club. Fuck, what's his name? You talking about Bone, bone the Bone Soldier? No. Uh, keep talking. Okay. No, 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 no. Cassius was out there for Rachel Evers' match. It's Marty, Marty Scroll. Disgusting. And yeah, Cassius was out there for Rachel Evers' match, Cliff. That's what yeah. I like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think Cassius is pining at Rachel or they're a thing. Yeah. And uh, Deano's with Marty Scroll. That's disgusting. That's a, that's Why? a terrible decision. Fuck you. Marty's awesome. I, I am awesome. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> you want to go for a walk? Let's go. Yeah, I want to go for a walk. You can come too. We're all going. Sweet. This is a mobile podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I want to see more of Zia Brookside. And I kind of wanted to see more of that match. The fact that it was only three minutes with Io Shirai was kind of disappointing. You know, I think my only problem, though, is, and maybe it's just because she didn't have enough time to kind of show off what she could do. I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, for her dad being a WWE wrestler, like, I just wasn't impressed with what she had. And maybe that's just because, you know, she, she said in the storybook, like, so, so in the story before, she had said that, you know, her dad really wasn't around. And then he even admitted that he wasn't around, that she grinded her way up to the top. Like, I just feel like I wanted to see, I, you're, and that's probably what it was, is I just wanted to see more. I just wanted I to see more from her. I still do. Like, I hope that she's signed. I hope that she's a thing because I want to see more of Zia Brookside. Like, you have my interest. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know what? I agree. That 
there's there's a lot of potential inside of her that has yet to be tapped. And I, I definitely agree with you. I think she's going to be great when she develops. Because, you know, she's well, she's like 19 years old, right? She's the youngest competitor. She is 19 years old, right? Yep. Yeah, so I think I think she's going to be – she's got a lot of potential. She's I really believe that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to see her in the UK brand. So would like that. Yep, yep. I agree. All right, so – that's it for the May Young. Now we can move on to Saturday. The Super Showdown. Which is going to be for us folk at 5 in the morning. Let's go. Uh, to bed. <laughs> I will be unconscious and asleep. I will watch the parts I want to watch. I will not watch it live. So yeah, good luck to did them. You notice, did you yeah. notice that uh, they were talking about the Super Showdown on Raw, right? And like, and it, I had to go back and watch it, and then it got it got brought up in another uh, in another podcast that I was listening to. But so Michael Cole was like, "Hey, you guys, watch watch Super Showdown on the WWE Network at five a.m." And Renee goes, "Or you could watch it at a normal time on the WWE Network." And then he <laughs> saw. They saw Michael Cole was like, or you can watch it at, at 5 a.m. on the WWE Network. Renee's right. <laughs> Renee is all of us. Renee is all of us. Yeah. I'm not I like, love Renee. Renee. I you know? fucking love Renee. All right. I was like, yes, you're right. <laughs> so let's go ahead with our predictions, all of us. Uh, we'll start. I'm going to start at the bottom of the Wikipedia, Wikipedia list. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Cliff. Sure. I'm taking oh. Becky. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> Becky. Okay. Ricky, take you, Tavi. I'm taking Charlotte, man. <clears throat> I would love to take Becky, but let's be real. They're going to push their golden girl, man. So Charlotte's going to win that one. Hands down. Now, uh, no, that, that's, that's too, that is too risky right now. They've already made so much adjustment. I don't think that I, it's got to be Becky. That's got to be. Right. Just remember that prediction. I will. And then I'll news. shut up your ass when you're wrong. Wow. <laughs> That's coming oh, from the insider himself, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Charlotte Flair Christ. will win. Steve, Saturday. who you got? Uh, Becky. Becky. All right, three on one in that one. Uh, Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Uh, I'm giving it to the Iconics since it's a hometown thing. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm taking Naomi and uh, I'm going to take Naomi <clears throat> and Asuka. Or Osaka. I was about to say, or Osaka? Okay. Osaka. Who do you got? Well, I think Nagasaki and Naomi are going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still taking shots here, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Ricky, who do you have? Do you have the Iconics or do you have Hiroshima and Naomi? Well, you know, I think... Uh, I was about to say Hiroshima, but, you know, we're going to go with the Iconics, man. I think they've been doing awesome, and I'd love to see them freaking uh, I, I want a, I want a big one. win. I want a good big win for Right, this would be huge for them. This would be yeah! a good one. Especially since they're trying to push their women right now. I think this would be one. If, be- especially if the women's tag belt is going to be a thing. I would like to see the Iconics be the first one yeah. to hold it. Yeah, because you know they're going to be like a tag team for most for the way they've been running lately. It looks like they're going to have a pretty good career as a tag team. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you 
New Day versus The Bar for the SmackDown tag titles. Steve. Uh, New Day. We'll keep it rolling. Cliff. Someone didn't like that. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to go and say I'm going to take the bar. Just kidding. I'm going to take New Day. There's no reason for to, to go for the bar. And Ricky? <laughs> I'm going to go New Day also, man. I'm going to be the different one. I'm going to go with the bar only because I know Seamus' career is probably ending at the end of this year. I'm, do you, I think... Do you think uh, it's... Okay, so bar wins, but it's like disqualification. And then that sets up like... A rematch between the two of them? Probably, probably. I, I don't, I don't know if oh, the tag that title suck. wins. That would annoy but me I so think, bad. I think the bar is going to win in one way, shape, or form. With or without the titles, I think they win. But yeah, I definitely think they're going to start giving Sheamus a little bit more stuff because he hasn't been wrestling a whole lot uh, because of his back and neck issues. Um, so I think that this is his last year, and I think they're going to if. If they're going to give him a title, it's going to be off of the New Day because they work so well together. So, yep. And then we'll finally see a Cassius Ono bring up, and then we can have Cesaro and Cassius. Oh, joy. That's, that's, that's not bad. I like that. Um, any Kings of Wrestling reunion is a welcome sight in my book. Cassius look like me. Uh, Cassius, but you can't move like Cassius. Bitch, watch me. <laughs> Bitch. What do you want me to do? A fucking flipping senton like fucking I'll, Kevin and Cassius can do. I'll do it. I, and you'll fucking break your goddamn neck? Nah, give me a pool or a trampoline. <laughs> okay. How about I give you a ring? <laughs> you get a flat mat with some wood. <laughs> I'll yeah, do exactly. it. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy. Ricky. Oh, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Hell yeah. Cliff. Yeah, so this is the one where, like, unfortunately, like, I didn't want to go with the Iconics because of this pick. I think Buddy Murphy wins, especially because he is the hometown kid. It's his, it's his city. So I think this is where kind of everything accumulates, and he actually wins in this match. Now, there was a little tidbit of information that was just brought up on Reddit and on all of the, the dirt sheets. Cedric has been undefeated since before WrestleMania. He, oh, sorry. He's been undefeated for a year. Undefeated for a year so far. He has not really? lost. Yes. Oh. So he is going he is going into this undefeated still. Like, and now that it's a public thing, I'm sure they're gonna be making a thing of it. Interesting. I did not know that little fact. No, no one did because no one pays attention to 205 for some stupid reason. Um I'm still gonna go with Buddy. Huh? Because it sucked for a yeah, while. It did. It did. Now it's must see. It's like NXT. You gotta have. You have to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Buddy as well. Um, I'll save that one for one of the last ones because it deserves to be one of the last ones. Uh, Bella Twins and Ronda versus the Riot Squad in a match that no one really cares about. Is Liv even going to be in that match? I mean, she got. Yeah, she is cleared. Right? She's cleared. She, the How? concussion test came back. She is cleared. What the fuck? How did that even <laughs> happen? Uh, yeah, that's a good ass question right there. That's it's good because they're probably testing her so that way they wouldn't have to have a leech of fox. Well, it is a WWE doctor, so I mean, there you go. It's true. She's probably banging the, banging the doctor. How many fingers am I holding up? Three. Well, I'm holding up two, so that's close enough. You're cleared. Because <laughs> the other one's inside you. It's like prizes, right? You can't go over. You got to be under. 
It's got that CM Punk doctor. Dr. Aman. <laughs> the one who is still a doctor and still has his license, even though he admitted at trial that he does not follow all the rules correctly. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. Jillian Kelly or Jillian whatever so the fuck. Fact, Jillian Hall. I'm taking the I'm taking the I'm taking the riot squad. <laughs> okay. Steve. And No, it's gonna it'll be uh it'll be Rhonda. Who cares? I'm gonna say the twins, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Of course, it's gonna go with Rhonda and the twins, only because uh, afterward Nikki's gonna attack probably Rhonda and turn heel. Yep, I could see, see that. I, I could see that like, turn into yeah. something. I'd like to see it where it'd be like a miscommunication of some sort, and like Brie ends up taking a fall, and then Nikki gets pissed at Rhonda. Thus, you start the feud. Nick. The Both fellas thing. need to go the fuck away. That's all I'm saying. Either that way, or Nikki or Bree get mad at each other, and then they end up doing a feud there. But I mean, no, done that before, and that sucked. So <laughs> yeah, because it fucking ended wrong. It ended terribly. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's not get into that because I can rage about that all day. Before <laughs> AJ Lee, um, <laughs> Shield versus Braun Dolphin Drew. <laughs> I want to take the dogs of war. Now, are you saying that out of your out of your mind or out of your heart? Uh, yes. Okay, good yeah. answer. Good answer, Steve. Oh, it'll be the shield. See, now that's an answer. I know it is because it was regret. You know what? I was thinking. I've been thinking about that too. Do you think they're building up this Dean turn for Roman to turn? Because that would just be spectacular. <laughs> oh, I know. Oliver was that. really excited about that. I'm excited <laughs> about the prospect of someone turning heel other than fucking Seth. So. I do like a heel Seth Rollins. I do, but it's been done. I want new and fresh shit. Um, yeah, I want, I want face Dolph Ziggler. That's what I want. I want Dolph to be a face. Ugh. You leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, answer before Cliff says something stupid, please. Oh, they're going to give it to the Shield, man. Yeah. They're too hot uh, with the fans right now. They love pissing on us. I know that. Uh, Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. What? Yes. (laughs) Are you going to... Is Oliver starting to cry because he heard that match? I'm crying (laughs) too. I about no. started crying too. You like taking off my flip flops oh, yeah, and then right. trying to put them on the wrong. Uh, I gotta go with Lashley and Lashley and uh, Cena. It's Lashley and Cena for me too. Same mm. here, Lashley and Cena. There's no way mm. they let Lashley take an L like Th- that. There's no way they're gonna have Cena take an L in Australia. <laughs> That's mm. true. I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens in a lie. Of course you would, <laughs> because you're a fucking heel. Trash man. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, Bobby Lashley just attacks Cena, and then we get a good feud between them. They had a good feud. Let's re- let's let's go back to 2007. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. What's old is new. No, ten years Stop ago, Marty. Stop new baby. Me. Ooh, it's new baby. Uh, Triple H versus Undertaker. I'm taking Triple H. <laughs> you know who's not winning? Us. Yeah. That match is going to be very bad. 
Yeah, I think the I think Triple H has let the Undertaker go over on him far too many times. So yeah, this is the one where Triple H cashes in on all the L's he's taken to the dead man. So Triple H, unless they somehow end up swinging it to where it turns into a tag match, that would be pretty sweet. But nope, saving that for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, true that, true that. Triple H wins this one. That's what I got. Cliff, what'd you say? I got Triple H. Okay. All right, I'm sticking okay. with uh, Undertaker because I am a mark, and I love Undertaker. So, yep. All right, time to, to the matches that we all care about. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz for number one contendership. Remember that. Number one contendership. So use your brains. I'm taking The Miz. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. I, I I have to go Daniel Bryan. It's going to be like one of those big comeback stories, you know, and I could see it somehow at WrestleMania turning into Daniel Bryan coming back from breaking his neck to this massive comeback. And now he's going to win. We're going to do it now. That's the thing. See, now I'm, now I'm questioning it. No, it'll go. It'll go a long ways, man. They're going to stretch the shit out of it. No, Just watch. I don't. This is winning. I, I think, man, you know what? After that, after hearing you say that, I have to disagree with you on that one. They're not going to pull the plug on that. They're going to save that for Mania. I'm going to go with the Miz. Oh, the old switcheroo, huh? There, okay. There's no way you'd have Daniel Bryan and AJ for Royal Rumble or Survivor Series. I will be very shocked if they don't save that match for Mania because that's yeah. Mania. There's nothing. Yeah. It doesn't. We, we were given a treat by that even being a, a slight thing on SmackDown. I, I see them stretching it out, and somehow Daniel Bryan keeps getting screwed out of winning the title, and they'll take it all the way to freaking Mania. Again, why are, why are we trying to replicate something that happened in 2014? I don't know, but think about, think, think about the way it's been going, man. <laughs> that no, sounds I, like... Mm-mm. Just watch. I'm calling it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first at EV Sports Gaming. Follow me on Twitter. Oh my god! <laughs> at me, at me, fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't like uh, it? Steve, at me, bro. Who do you got? Uh, I mean, I'd be surprised if they made Daniel eat three losses in a row. I just don't want to have to hear the Miz talking about it for fucking ever. But I, the Miz deserves to be in the title hunt at, for a change now. Because he has been so good with the IC belt. He has been so good on the mic. Uh, he did great with the fucking B team. I mean, it's... He deserves to be back in that title picture now. He's worked his ass off after floundering so so terribly in the mid-card as a face and having to build himself back up. You so. know what, though? I found it interesting. Somebody else on... I, and I was listening to another podcast where there's... Hey, hold on. What, what podcast do you listen to? Don't worry about it. It's just a podcast. Anyway, so other podcast I listened to was talking about uh how Daniel Bryan is gonna lose and that he's gonna challenge with his career for the SmackDown one thousand. Okay. There's, like, there's a very strong possibility that that could happen. Nah. Yeah, know. I'm not seeing that happening. Okay, we're well, here here first. All right. At Red Dog 1985. Why don't you at me, bro? <laughs> oh my God, you both. Tell Wrestle Talk to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then 
the match that deserves to go on last, even though it won't, because fuck, you know, tradition. Who are you kidding, man? Triple H Undertaker's going last. Right. Uh, AJ Styles <laughs> versus Samoa Joe. No countouts, no disqualification for the WWE Championship. Probably going to be the match of the night. Next to Cedric and Buddy. But who do you guys got? Nobody. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. <laughs> I got Styles. I got Styles. And a fart. <laughs> the I'll issue is, if, Joe. I'm gonna go if you have him. Joe, yeah, if you have Joe lose again, it, it just there's no. They've booked themselves into a a fuck. Like no, they have. Yeah. There's no disqualification. No, no, there's none of that. Like, who's gonna is care about Samoa Joe again if he loses? Like, it's like they took like these two TNA guys, brought him in. They took Samoa Joe, who, in my opinion, was better than AJ Styles in TNA. But anyway, oh yeah, um, and now they're gonna bring him in. They're gonna shit on him because he held off for so long. Look what they did to Sting. You know, like I don't know. I just I RIP. I see Samoa I see Samoa Joe winning, but if he loses, that's what that's the route they're gonna take. They're just gonna shit on him, and he's done. No, he's not. He's not gonna get shit on. I think Joe's gonna continue to be a fucking thorn in someone's side. I see that happening. Joe is way too damn good. The only reason why I say AJ is because he is getting really close to beating CM Punk's individual reign record. No, that's already been broken. That was by Brock Lesnar. It doesn't count because the Universal title isn't a real title. <laughs> it's not a real title, huh? It's not a real fucking title. It's not a title in my book. It is a fucking placeholder for the eventual return of Big Gold. Universal <laughs> yeah, belt right is a, is a sham of a belt. And they, ruin, they instantly ruined it by giving it to Goldberg and Brock. Right. <laughs> Yeah, get me started ruined. on that on that thing. Oh, that was. It was even slightly ruined with Kevin Owens. Slightly, slightly. Kevin I, Owens had a really good run with that belt. He did, yeah. but it was fucking shat on once he lost it to Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that yeah, then it that became belt, like this toy thing yep. for Goldberg I, and Lesnar. I the IC title the IC title to me has more like clout, and I'm more interested in that run than I am the Universal title. Yeah, as long as it's not like the United States Championship Club. I'm sorry, Cliff. I can't hear you because you're going through a wind tunnel and you're not speaking into your microphone. <laughs> he said something about Finn Balor. Yeah, I said best title one was Finn Balor. Uh, yeah, that oh. clearly was it. Yes. R.I.P. Rip. Um, but yeah, no, AJ's getting really, really close to beating Punk's or at least getting up there to Punk's reign. Um I think they're going to keep it because I think it's around Mania that he will have surpassed it. We're too close for that to happen, and they want to. They, you know, they're going to want to try to erase that. Okay, do you have do Bullet you really Club run in? Attack Joe. AJ wins. We got a, a heel yeah. AJ now. I could and man, I could face qualification ending too. <laughs> God, that would suck. Don't do that, WWE. Don't do that. Would you really yeah, they haven't done anything you? with the club, have they? No. But the, and that would lead into Survivor Series. And then it could be Samoa Joe and the Usos. <laughs> oh, jeez, no. With special please. guest, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, comes in. Oh, man. 
I would watch that. That'd be awesome. I would I would be living for another club reunion. Book it. Let's see what happens. All right. So we reviewed that. We went over some other shit and everything. Yeah. Um, so 2K19 is coming out technically tonight at midnight. Anybody getting it? Besides me? No. No. Nope. God damn it. You both, all, all three of you fucking suck. I'm still playing the Spider-Man that I just got the other day, man. This game is pretty fire. No. No. Well, you didn't like Spider-Man? You probably no. don't even have a PS4. No. Huh? I'm still playing Arkham. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, superhero games to me are all played out. Well, let me tell you let me tell you a little something. I I got this. I I dropped this in the, in the chat with you guys, but you know, I'll let your listeners know. There's going to be some kind of zombie mode in the next WWE game. So keep an eye out for Triple H zombie mode. In case you haven't seen the 2K19 trailer, it will be out there. So that should be pretty fire. There isn't a zombie mode, but thank you for that wonderful false Fox News interpretation of news. It's great. Just wait. It's going to happen. There'll be some sort of zombie something in that game. There is one costume. Does not mean there's multiple modes and or multiple features. Who's the insider here? Me or you? It's me when it comes to this fucking game because I've been stalking it religiously like fucking Michael Jackson stalks a fucking Babies R Us. Those allegations would be untrue. Allegedly. Yeah. Was never found guilty. But uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing a draft for uh, like we did uh, last year for two K eighteen. This one we're actually gonna follow through with since it's actually we're gonna do it around the time that the game debuts. So there will be four of us here doing a draft. Uh, we'll be taking over four different shows with championships and everything. So that will be the next podcast. What? I said I call Starcade. Okay. You can get a WCW something. Yeah, no, you can't. You're not getting anything, Steve. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting working. Thunder. Yeah, I want WCW Thunder. That's what I want. <laughs> nope. I already, I already said, I already gave everyone a brand. So you just pick the people. I want Monday That's Night. You get what I give you, is what that is. So well, that's not very long. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't know. You're right. I wouldn't know. Exactly. Exactly. You wouldn't know. But uh, go ahead and do your final plugs there, you fools. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for having me on your podcast. It was fun. It'd be really cool to do more of these with you guys. So thanks for having me. If we have more people fucking show up, then it's just me and Cliff. You'll be the third. So I would like to have at least three people. Fucking Katie. Anthony. Steve. What? If you could get this sucker linked or something, I'll go ahead and tweet it out. I don't have very many followers. I got about 4,000 some followers on Twitter. No, that's not a lot. Yeah, exactly. So I'll send it out. They can listen to it. Check it out. And, uh, you know, I got friends in the wrestling business who do know it pretty well and it'd be cool to kind of get them on here with you guys if you're interested so just let me know i love wrestling so you guys you know how to get a hold of me you always got the breaking news going so oh to god <laughs> uh so what is your handle again so on my Instagram? twitter handle is at eb sports gaming that's e as in eric b as in boy 
then sports gaming at EB Sports Gaming. My gimmick, my gimmick name on there is Eric. So my Twitter followers know me as Eric, not Rick. So there you go. You guys know my gimmick name now. Oh, snap. <laughs> snap. Cliff, where can we find your scrub ass? <laughs> yeah, so you guys can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram at CM underscore Miller 85. You know, CM, like CM Punk, underscore Miller 85. Fun fact. <laughs> fun, fun fact. Uh, actually, Ricky and I went to high school together. So if you guys want to know anything about backyard wrestling with the Rick, uh, I'm more than happy to tell that story. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. So, Rick of Rick's Wrestling Federation. Slick, slick Rick in his Rick Championship. <laughs> I'm sure that that was just thrilling content, everybody. Thrilling content. Sent him to the hospital. Steve, when <laughs> and where can we find uh, all of your wonderful content? Frank Culture on Facebook, Frank Culture on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Frank and Culture. The Frank and Culture podcast is released bi weekly, and the It Used to Be Better podcast is released whenever we get time. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so the Frank and Culture podcast is bi weekly. What do you guys cover? Hold on. Man. Frank Culture Podcast is everything pop culture. We talk about movies, video games. Uh, Levi and I are going to go see Venom in about three hours. So this upcoming show that will be released probably next Thursday will be half video game news, half spoiler cast, uh, all about Venom. And then what was the other podcast that you say that you do? Uh, the It Used to Be Better podcast, the podcast where my wife and I watch movies from our youth uh, to see if they hold up or It Used to Be Better. Hmm. Or do you know that if you listened? I I would listen if Stackhouse got a goddamn mic that didn't fucking sound like a goddamn thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. It was like half it was like half unconnected. And because I was listening on the on the car ride the other day and I was just like, oh, first seven minutes, nothing but static in my fucking face. You Great. And April, you and April texted me the same day about I mean, April and I, I feel like we're, we're on the same level of shit, so you need to get her on here. Since Katie wants to be a dick, I need a female voice because I don't count. I, I need a female voice on here. So get her on here. Stat. <laughs> it's your funeral, pal. <laughs> Why is it my funeral? I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marty, so for Marty, what? 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 Where can people find you? Um, the internet, duh, or on the corner of your local hooker store. <laughs> I'm there. I'm the one showing my leg. It's not shaven. It's out there. Marty had some of the most viewed video game art website. He refuses to do anymore. Writing is so hard, though. Do a video. No put one your... wants to see my ugly ass. You don't have to put your ugly ass in there. I don't edit. I can edit. A bit. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm a very what's good your, video what's editor. What's your Twitter handle, Marty? Give, what's your Twitter handle? You got to be on Twitter. Uh, uh, you're not going to find much on there. You might find some fucking 
random political wrestling shit and everything, but it's at Martin Du, M-A-R-1-0-D-U. Yeah, that's also going to be the Instagram and I think that's it. I'm on Frank and Culture. So just go to the website, you look for my stuff, you can read some of the stuff I wrote, leave me nasty grams, that'd be perfect. Tell me how much better I am than Steve, because it's true. Final thoughts, last thoughts, we're good? We're done? Yes? That's it. That's it, I'm out. All right. Baby!